Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Footballing, the Cowboys held open tryouts yesterday. About 600 players as well showed up at that time, including a fellow by the name of Dave Stevens. His objective was the same as every other athlete on hand yesterday at Texas Stadium, but the odds were severely stacked against him. You see, Dave Stevens has no legs, and as you might expect, he didn't make the team. But those at Texas Stadium had a chance to witness firsthand what raw courage and true determination are all about. As he sat waiting for his turn at the Cowboy Open tryout yesterday, Dave Stevens looked a lot like the others who were there chasing their dreams. That's just a little bit. Welcome to the show. I want to introduce you to Professor David Stevens, who is the leader of Ability Media Group at Quinnipiac University, who is one of the more inspirational people in our community uh, because of his raw courage, his obvious talent, his persistence, uh, all the things that we think are the elements of what we consider to be great traits in human character. Professor David Stevens, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show. I'm so pleased to talk with you today. Well, thanks. It's uh, fun to be here. It's uh, it's been an overwhelming couple of weeks, but uh, here we go. Well, it sounds to me like throughout your life, you have been celebrated for your extraordinary internal motivation and compass. But tell me a little bit about this latest, this Netflix movie. What's going on? Well, I'm sure it's tough for listeners to get an an idea since we don't have the video. But, you know, as as the video uh, that you played alluded to, I was born without legs. I was a three-sport athlete in high school. I played college football. I played minor league baseball and, you know, worked 20 years at ESPN. But the focus of the Saint the Second Chances on Netflix is the story of Mike Beck, who was a baseball owner, um, whose dad was a famous owner uh, back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And, in fact, Mike, uh, for the older listeners, if they remember Disco Demolition Night, he was behind that uh, horrible event that took place in Comiskey. But the movie the movie's about his his life and and my part is when he allowed me to play minor league baseball in 1996 becoming the first guy without legs the only guy without legs ever to play professional baseball Um, and I was teammates with Daryl Strawberry and Jack Morris but the movie focuses on the relationship I had with Daryl Strawberry and how as humbling as it is 
Uh, it alludes that I was responsible for his success to overcome drugs and alcohol and get back to the big leagues because of our friendship. So it's really neat that I did this in 96 when there was virtually no internet or anything. And now people are rediscovering this little known baseball story. And it, it's fun. My kids love it. Uh, the movie has had a huge huge response in positive ways. Even if you took me out of the movie, it's still a great family film. And uh, so it, it's really neat that at age 57, suddenly people are discovering, hey, this, this dude without legs did some cool stuff back in the day. It's very cool. It's called The Saint of Second Chances. And uh, But I, I really think I want to focus on you a little bit because, yes, it's wonderful that they made a documentary about the owner. But let's talk about you. Uh, you, got, you had a start in life, not only because of your physical disability, but because of the fact that you had a 15-year-old mom, and so you weren't raised by your natural biological parents, it is, statistically, you're above the odds, you are against the odds in just about every way. Tell us about your parents. Well, my, my adoptive parents, you know, first off, strike one, born without legs, strike two, put from adoption at the hospital, so you never know you know, if I was going to be institutionalized in those days, or right. I was very lucky that the, a loving World War, you know, World War II veteran, my dad and, and his housewife mom took me in and they instilled in me that I was normal. You know, I didn't realize I had a disability in my youth. I just realized I was a bit different, but I went out there and approached doing everything like everybody else did. I wore artificial legs at the time, but when I played sports, I ran on my arms. Again, I know it's tough for people to get their mind around, especially uh, in this TikTok world we live in. But you can Google me and look at all the YouTube videos of me playing football and baseball and wrestling and all those things. But what they instilled in me was that I was going to fail and it was okay to fail. I think a lot of parents with children with disabilities, they coddle them, they pamper them. They don't realize that if they're able to be out on their own in the real world, it's a tough world. It's a much tougher world with a disability uh, to go in and try to get a job and an education and just gain confidence and acceptance. And I've kind of always had this chip on my shoulder. Like I, you know, the word can't isn't in my vocabulary. And I always figured out ways to, how do you catch a baseball? How do you tackle somebody? How do you wrestle? You know, and then applying that to have successes, uh, which, you know, I wasn't, you know, this this uh, charity case where you hand off somebody with Down syndrome one play and they get to run with the ball. You know, I was beating out people for positions in sports. And, and years later, my coaches were so influential in my life. And I found out, you know, imagine those coaches having parents come up to them and say, hey, how is this guy without legs beating my kid out in baseball and football? And the coach is having to say, well, this kid without legs is a better athlete than your son or daughter. So, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's very humbling that I have those successes and, and along the way, you know, trying to teach empathy instead of sympathy. And, and I'm just, I'm so blessed to the things that I've been able to do. We're chatting with Dave Stevens, who is a professor at Quinnipiac and the leader of Ability Media Group. Dave, I am interested in the actual training. You must have been an inventor along the way. You and your parents must have been uh, very imaginative and inventive about your own training because, for example, a typical way that somebody might want to build up stamina is to keep running around a track. So without legs, how did you how'd you get so strong? What did you do? I mean... Every day, people say, oh, do you work out? Well, every day my life is a workout. And so I was running around on my arms and skateboarding on my arms and, you know, 
playing basketball and volleyball and doing all those things and, and very active. And <clears throat> luckily it's kept me in good shape in my older years at age 57, where I'm still able to put on baseball camps and work with kids with disabilities. And then now, you know, be a professor. I never dreamed I'd be at a college teaching TV and media, but it was always, there's always that outside the box thinking when you have to approach things. It's like, how do I get around in the kitchen? Well, I have three stools. I hop around from stool to stool and move them when I'm cooking. You know, all these things that people don't think, you know, they think the sports and stuff is impressive, but, you know, how do you raise three teen boys without legs? How do you make sure that they have a life that's just as good as everyone else despite um, not being able to do certain things? So, you know, I've always had that outside the box mentality, which has led to great problem solving when I was at ESPN and, you know, th always thinking about alternative ways rather than people that look at things and go, no, I can't do it. Let's move on. It's like, what could I do differently? There was no how to play sports for dummies without legs. So I, I had to evolve and I, and I wish the world would look at that more, especially in politics. Okay. We can't do this, but maybe there's other ways that we can do it or look out for it. And, and it was funny, as I was listening to your show, you're talking about, creating beautiful New England architecture, mm -hmm. yet the architecture that we have that exists, they didn't take into consideration there's no ramps for wheelchairs, there's no elevators. And, and so I'm hoping going forward, those people that are designers include people with disabilities sure. as the architects and engineers to create that. You can have a beautiful structure. Sure. You just need to make sure it's accessible for everyone. Absolutely, 100%. I think that that's great. And, and you being such an eloquent spokesperson for that is will help things go worlds forward because you're such an amazing example for that. So did you have siblings, David, growing up? Like, were you rolling on the floor with your brothers and sisters? I had a sister that was uh, a lot older. And, you know, sadly, my, my mom, my uh, adoptive mom died the day I left for college. My dad died a year oh. and a half later, both from oh. cancer. And then my, old, my older sister died about uh, 20 years ago. So my only blood... In my life are my three sons, which are the most precious gifts in my life. But no, you know, my sister, she would get in fights at stores because people would stare at me or say things or comments. And, and I kind of thought that that helped me realize that I need to be more accepting and tolerant and understand when I see people in a store and they're freaking out. I try to go up to them, comfort the kids, let them realize that I may be different, but I'm nothing to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. um, it's the parents sometimes, like I was at a Walmart last year coming out and a mother with a probably four or five year old daughter in the cart. And the little girl says, mommy, look at that man. And the mother said, wow, isn't that scary? Well, that's, scary. She that's, did not say that. Yeah, she said that. And I, and I normally you hear the fun things of he has no legs and they just want to keep pushing. And but, that you know, we don't we aren't born with discrimination traits. You know, but if they're inherited by what our parents tell us, now that woman thinks her, that I'm scary, so her daughter now thinks anybody with a disability might be scary. So I'm, I've really tried to break that mold of where people think, you know, handicap or disability is a horrible thing. And I always say, well, a car is disabled, a human being is not. And handicap is something you want in golf and not in life. And so if I can show that people have that ability to overcome the odds like myself, uh, I've done amazing things. I'm looking at my seven Emmys from ESPN, all those things that I earned. And if I could do the things that I did without legs, you know, what's everybody else's excuse? You know, get off your butt, set your goals, try to achieve things in life because there are more and more people like us that want those opportunities and deserve those opportunities, and, and we're going to go for it. 
We're chatting with Professor David Stevens, who's the leader of the Ability Media Group at Quinnipiac University. What is the Ability Media Group? What is that? At it is basically, um, think of kind of like a, a PBS for the disabled world uh, based out of Quinnipiac, where we do stories and features and, and look at problems facing our world by those of us that have seen and unseen disabilities. And I'm so proud that uh, President Giulioli allowed me to come and, and be a part of this and start this program. And I've taken um, each year, last two years, I've taken five students to the Super Bowl to immerse them in that experience and showcase, you know, what uh, what, what can be done. And, and you know, we go to fashion, we can cover disabled, um, you know, fashion shows. And we worked with Cigna this year and met with the governor and did amazing things. So, we're trying to get more and more people with disabilities to have that experience and, and pursue journalism, pursue entertainment to be a writer, a producer, a director, talent. And that's what we do at Ability Media is, is showcase that. We're, we're not as big as the world thinks we are, and we're desperate for funds and donations because we are uh, not a club or a nonprofit or anything. We're kind of like this thing that gets a lot of attention, but we don't get the funding. And that's that's like the key these days to motivate students to get involved. But uh, we just had a student placed at a New York TV station this year that worked with me, and I'm looking forward to helping more. And the point is to help build that confidence. If you have a disability, some people don't want that disability seen on camera. So let's make sure you always sit down for your interviews, or we bring a box if you're shorter and we have you stand on it or we create that confidence so that they can succeed because we are the biggest minority in the world but we have the smallest voice yeah i hear ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You. We're chatting with Professor David Stevens. I have a cousin who was born without three fingers. He's now 10, and uh, his parents are trying to figure out and help guide him, and he's trying to figure out. He just asked for the very first time to consider a prosthetic, and I have a very close friend. Maybe you know him, David Mahler in the area who does prosthetics. Anyway, um, David said to him, well, there are two kinds of prosthetics. You know, you could do one that looks nice, right? And then the other one that looks like a really cool robotic hand that would actually be much more functional, but doesn't look necessarily like a fake hand with, you know, with another three fingers. And he's 10 mm -hmm. years old. And right now, and you know what he said? He said, I'm not ready to talk about this yet. 
he wanted to talk about it, and then hearing about it, now he's retreating for a while, which is perfectly fine. He'll figure out what he wants to do in the world. But as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about him, and I'm thinking about, you know, the choices he's going to make. And I see that whenever he's in a photo, he hides his hand. I've noticed that. Uh, he does like a peace signal or whatever with the other hand. So he's trying to figure out how he's going to navigate this world with that lack of fingers. And I think it's important for the parents, and I don't know if they're sports fans, but to look at the role models that are out there besides me, to look at a Jim Abbott who pitched in the major leagues with one hand and pitched a no-hitter in Yankee Stadium 30 years ago uh, last month, or Shaquem Griffin, the one-handed football player who played in the NFL. So there are people for our world to have role models and people to look up to, and I think it's imperative for those parents to do the research that – you know, maybe he doesn't need to have a prosthetic hand. Maybe he can figure out, maybe it's better to not have it cumbersome. Or, you know, again, he should be the one making those choices and not the parents. The parents out there need to gather the information. And if the child is old enough to figure it out, and again, he's going to be self-conscious in life. Um, You know, it's just, again, that's something at a teenage in those early years, you don't want to draw any more attention to yourself when you've already got pimples and you're already trying to figure out how to fit in in life. You don't need that added burden like I had. So I, I can see his perspective as well. I just hope that they're supportive of him or you know, let him try to play sports. He, you know, you can play basketball, you can play football, you can do all these kind of things to give him that outlet where he's just an athlete like I was and there was no disability. Where do you think, Dave Stevens, if you had to, I mean, I personally think people are born with the kind of spirit and heart that you have, but maybe I'm wrong. Where do you think or what messages do you think can change somebody who feels sorry for themselves to being somebody who looks at the glass as half full? I guess because there's this amazing world out there that if you try and fail, it's better to sit around and daydream in 20 or 30 years that I should have gone out for the school play or I should have asked that person out on a date or I should have pursued that career. And those of us that are seen as as different, uh, you know, if I just sat back and just said, oh, I've got no legs and I'm going to let the government send me a check and I'm going to do that, you know, if you look at my resume and you didn't know I had legs and it says, tried out for the Dallas Cowboys, tried out for the Olympic baseball team, won seven Emmys uh, in a major motion picture on Netflix, and then you go, oh, he has no legs, it would blow their mind because that's not what we are programmed to understand that's as true. what a disability actually means. So I, I want people with seen and unseen disabilities and everybody out there in your audience to realize, I don't care if you're 10, 20, 50, 60, set those goals every day. If it's to lose weight, if it's to walk more, if it's to take a, 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 you know, a vacation, like set those goals and try to achieve them. And you know, we're only here for a short time, and we don't know where the next place takes us in this adventure, so you have to make the most. And I don't look at myself as handicapped or disabled. I've had these gifts that I continue to share that I don't feel like I'm a role model or a hero or anything. I'm just this guy that wanted to go out and, and get the most out of life. And if you look at a TV show that I was on back in 1982 called That's Incredible, Oh, that's, um, I remember that so, show. I remember yeah, that show. I was on the show. Side note, there was a little kid hitting golf balls off my fake legs, this five-year-old kid, and I looked at his dad, and I said, hey, can you get him to stop that? And the dad turns to him and says, Tiger, stop doing that. So I was on the same match no with a tiny little – yeah. But uh, <laughs> on that show, 
You were on That's Incredible with Tiger Woods and he was hitting golf balls into your fake leg? Yes, Yes, he was. Yes, to have a picture or a selfie of that would be, you know, so unprecedented. But Beyond. um, But on that show, and you can Google it, uh, you know, I said two things I wanted to do as a 15-year-old with no legs living in a one-room house. I wanted to play professional baseball and I wanted to replace Howard Cosell. Well, how do you tell a kid with dreams like that that they're unrealistic? So I went out, I achieved them, I did what I did with what I have, and I'm living proof, you know, that that you can do anything if you put your mind to it. And my goals are still, you know, to, you know, put on baseball camps, raise money, teach, and to to make a difference. For so if if I, you know, in the movie Saint a Second Chances, you can see I impacted one life, and they always say if you can make a difference in one person's life. That's a pretty good life. And so if I can continue to do that with the disability dream and do baseball camps and the things that I get to do, I'm going to do it as long as my arms will let me. I'm, you know, I've got rotator cuff issues, and it's tough to you know, move my fat butt around and lift it like I did as a kid. But as long as I can move, I'm going to go out there and, and try to showcase what I've got. We're chatting with Dave Stevens. There's a saying in Jewish philosophy that if you save one life, you save the world. That's, well, then I hope I have enough karma to get me get, to get me into the good spots. Yes, I hope yeah. I've done enough good. <laughs> oh, it's, you're amazing. And before I let you go, tell me a little bit about your three boys. How old are they? What are they doing with themselves? I know you're so proud of them. Yeah, I've got three sons. Um, Brady's 19 and a junior in college. Tate is 17 and a senior, and my youngest is 15. Um, they all played baseball. Um, and my middle son is a star in Plainville, so it's it's neat to live vicariously through them, especially my middle one, who is exactly like me. Warped sense of humor, looks like me, and has athletic skills, and it's neat to look and kind of go, oh, maybe that's how I would have been with if I had legs. Um, but I, I've been so proud to raise them with, you know, I hear all the issues with other parents and the things they've dealt with, and I have you know, think you know, with a great ex-wife uh, co-parenting, we've we've done a great job, and I'm so proud to let them go into the world. And they have a different perspective on life because they have a dad with no legs that That's raised right. them. And you know, they don't they see people that like bitch and moan about the little things, and they're like, well, you know what? Uh, yeah, wait till you see what my dad has overcome. And so I'm I'm very proud of of what they're doing and where they're going. And nothing impresses them that I do in life except that I'm good at Call of Duty. So that's, that's, that, I guess I'm a normal parent in that respect. So, Well, Dave Stevens, I, I hope that one day I'm going to meet you in person. I'll be following your Ability Media Group activities. I'm so happy for you to be on the show and to get to know you a little bit. And the movie, once again, when is it coming? Is it already out on Netflix? When is it? It, yeah, it came out on Netflix uh, last Monday, Saying the Second Chances. Uh, if you guys need my passcode, uh, yeah, I'll send it to you so you can watch it. But no, um, second it's a great flick. And, and I would ask your listeners to follow Dave Stevens Speaks on social media because, again, I do so many interviews. I was in uh, D.C. last week talking to Sa- Senator Tammy Duckworth about accessibility for wheelchairs. Oh, on I saw her speak. So, she's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, is she know, incredible. She has, she has no legs, and there's not many of us in politics. Uh, we could use some younger people, uh, you know, former heroes like her uh, more and more to, to change our world. But follow me on social media. I travel all over the country. I interview stars, celebrities. I've got a podcast that's blowing up on Roku uh, that, you know, now I'm on TV like my dream was. So 
Um, and, and I appreciate your time to just talk uh, differently about the world of inaccessibility and, and let people realize that there's adaptive clothing out there because of Runway of Dreams. There's all kinds of new technology and assistance for people to overcome and to live a normal life. So just go out there and look for them. Hey, Evans, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for being such an inspiration. And um, well, I appreciate it. All good things to you and your boys. Thank you so much. God bless you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 